1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
2: Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're
3: hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
4: I know you failed, but get up. I know it hurts, but get up. One of the things you are going to have to do is get the image of failure out of your head because you're seeing this thing all wrong and this is why you can't have your future because you keep meditating on the mess up stop meditating on the mess up and see yourself walking in the mastery of this thing listen to me if you want your future get up now Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. I know you're bleeding, but get up. I know it hurt, but get up. I know you disappointed people that believed in you, but get up and try again, try again, try again. Right where you are, I want you to see it differently. Know this, that your process may be messy, but your mess will become your message. So what is your why? Because if your why is powerful enough, then you can persevere through the process. What is it? Find it. Define it. Be reminded that you can, you will, you must never give up. The actions that you take, the moves that you make will echo throughout the ages as there is a generation of people who are attached to your why. And if you don't succeed, they'll never believe. So make it happen. You gotta dream big, start small, act now. Dream big, start small, act now. See, stop waiting for the temperature to change. Stop waiting for your feelings to be in check. Stop waiting for everything to line up. It's never gonna line up, it's never gonna be perfect. You just gotta jump. You just have to jump. You have to believe in yourself because you already know what defeat feels like. You already know what the pain feels like. You already know what uncertainty and doubt and insecurity feels like. You already know what failure feels like. Give yourself a chance. Give yourself an opportunity. Walk through the door. It's waiting for you. If you can't find a door, you got to build a door. Stop waiting until the conditions are perfect to begin and make the conditions perfect. Stop waiting for resources and become resourceful. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Like get out of your own head, like you're still thinking about it. You're still wishing and you're still hoping for it, you're still planning. Like you've been planning this for five years, get out of your own head. You're, you're, you're making it too complicated. See, complicated is the enemy of progress. I'm going to push whoever I got to push out of my way to get my piece of the pie. You have to go after it. So whatever it is that you're going after, whatever it is you feel as though you've been destined to do, is this are you willing to push whoever whatever out of your way to get your piece of the pie to get your piece because the pie is not getting any bigger when we talk about a dog mentality the dog scrambles the dog barks, the dog runs after whatever it wants when a dog is hungry move out of his way because it's coming for blood and the reason why you
5: don't have what you want is because you are not HUNGRY ENOUGH! At the end of the day, winners win. And entrepreneurs make money. When we accept failure, we find success. When we don't own failure, we'll never find success. About ten years ago, around 2010, 60% of businesses were family owned. Today it's only 42%. Because people made excuses. They blamed Obamacare. They blamed the economy. They blamed whatever the hell they could come up with. But how many people during those years started businesses and became millionaires? Every one of those excuses was bullshit. Every single one. He or she who creates the best reaction wins. And that's what we have to get good at. Is we have to understand how to cause people to react. If you own your failure, you'll own your success. So what is personal growth? You know, I think about entrepreneurship. Some of us are in this to do social good and make money. Some of us are into this for political causes and make money. Some of us are just here to make money. But we all have different motivations. So we all define growth differently. Could be a bigger house, a bigger car, whatever it is, we all define it differently. But what is common about growth? Benjamin Franklin, if you do tomorrow, what you did today, you will get tomorrow what you got today. That is the definition of not growing. Every day, every hour, how do we find those resources? How do we find the energy, the knowledge to do that? That's what I want to talk about. If you do it the same tomorrow, there's no growth. If you would the same result tomorrow, there's no growth. So how do we get better?
6: That which you do not hate, you will eventually tolerate. I think that identifies most people's lives. In other words, average becomes sort of like this slow asphyxiation. It's almost like an anesthetic and that over time we become kind of immune and dulled to the average that we're becoming. You're going to get out of your life what you'll accept. That's really difficult for people, I think, to understand is, look, what you think you're worth and what you're going to tolerate is absolutely what you're going to bring into your life and what the outward part of your life's going to look like. And so I live by that. Like I let myself sort of feel the pain and the difficulty of being not where I want to be in whatever that area is, whether it's be my spirituality, my relationships, my money. I let myself feel that pain because as you know, there's two motivators, right? There's the gaining of pleasure, right? Wanting to go get something, chasing the dream. But then there's the avoidance of pain. And for a lot of champions, that's a pretty big driving force for them. And so at least for me, I I leverage both of those things on me to get myself to take action. And I think anytime you meet somebody like yourself or myself who might now appear self-confident, it's because I really had to find tools and resources because I was so insecure and shy and introverted. So I had to find techniques and resources to build that up in me. And for me, it's very simple. It's the promises that I keep to myself. If i have a habit over and over of beginning to stack one on top of the other of keeping promises i make to me not other people most people don't give themselves enough credit all the time they're very aware of these 20 percent things and not aware of the 80 right and that's why the dosage is so important too you've nailed it it should be 80 20 right because people get addicted to this i'm not good at this uh, people don't like this about me i don't feel good instead of focusing on the 80 And stacking it up, wow, I did eat what I said I was going to today. I did get up when I said I was going to. I made the amount of phone calls. I treated people in such a way I promised myself. It's not just doing those things. It's rewarding it. It's being aware of it and stacking that up. The minute you begin to get external in your life, worrying about what other people think about you, right? You've, uh, you've lost all control and it never fills you up. And people's admiration, people's gratitude towards you will never fill you up. It's your own, it's your own inside. And so for me, self-confidence comes from keeping the promises I make to myself. And the other part of it is being aware I'm doing it.
3: If you've never listened to something in your life, Aggressively and intentionally, I need you to listen to me now. Because you are alive by design. And the moment that you understand that design, your future awaits.
2: The stage is set. And it's time to rock and roll. You are walking into an arena and you must be ready to work. There could be no weakness. There could be no excuses. The application... And how you apply it will determine
7: the outcome of your success. We are in a generation where we want everything to be fast. One of the hard truths about life is that success takes time.
3: Life is fragile. You're only mortal. You only have so much time to get it done. So get it done.
2: You cannot mess around and play games with it. So what are you made of? What are you prepared to do? Will you finish what you start? Or will you make excuses? What is it gonna
7: take? The truth of the matter is that greatness takes time. Success takes time.
3: I need you to live every day from this moment forth as if it's your last.
7: And my challenge with this generation, my challenge with our current culture is we are trying to rush life is a vapor you are mortal
2: you don't have time to waste there is no easy easy is not the way to go you can't get strong being easy you can't get faster being easy you can't be the best makeup of yourself
7: being easy we want everything now and if it doesn't come quick and if it doesn't come in a hurry we will abandon it easy won't pay your bills you can't cast that check being easy
2: hard work determination is the key
3: if you're not where you want to be financially if you're not where you want to be emotionally physically relationally 10 times out of 10 it is because you have settled in a place called convenience.
7: If our dream isn't accomplished in two weeks, we're done.
3: So I need you to put in a thousand percent every single day,
7: get hungry, stay hungry. You got a legacy, power in your name. A legacy is something that is passed down, it is your mark, it is your footprint in the earth, it is your contribution to the world. Your legacy is something that is passed down. You are leaving a legacy whether you want to or not. Everybody in this room is going to leave a legacy. The question is, are you going to be intentional about the legacy you're leaving? I don't care about legacy, I'm single. I don't care about legacy, I don't have no kids. I don't care about legacy, my family never cared about me. I don't care about them. My life is my own, why do I need to even think about legacy? Well, here's the thing I have to say to you. The thing you need to know is this, you are leaving a legacy whether you want to or not. Are you actually going to be intentional or are you just gonna let anything be passed down, anything be given to others on your behalf? Some of us lived a life that stunk so bad, and many of you are paying a price for a life that you didn't live, but somebody lived before you, and they handed you down a name or a life that stunk so bad that now you got to pay forever for it. And I'm here to let you know, stop giving people this dirty, nasty, stinky life. Why don't you build a legacy so when somebody gets into the car of your life, they want to say thank you instead of, I can't believe what you did to me. Um, Everybody here has struggled with an addiction that's not yours. It was an addiction that your family didn't deal with. It was an addiction that your father just overlooked. And so it got passed down to you. And now you're struggling with this addiction. But truthfully, if you track the addiction, your father had it. And your grandfather had it. And your great-grandmother had it. And your whole family had it. And because they didn't deal with it, because they weren't thinking legacy, now you're driving in a car that you got to pay for. And God is saying, the buck stops here. that, That this is it. I put you in the earth because you're about to stop. Stop some stuff. What if I told you that your blessing is attached to your name? That part of the reason why you're not wealthy yet is because you keep trying to make Yolanda wealthy. You keep trying to make Tasha wealthy. What if you made Johnson's wealthy? What if you started thinking about your kids? What if you started thinking about your legacy? Because now you're not just thinking about you, you're thinking kingdom. I don't know what my name meant before I got here, but I know it's going to mean before I leave. You are passing something down whether you want to or not. I know people who went to go buy a house. And when they went to go buy a house, they saw their credit report and the credit score was so jacked up. And when they saw the report, they realized that mama had gave out their social security number to the whole family. And everybody done rented stuff and didn't pay back and everybody had electric bills and cell phones that don't even exist no more why because somebody didn't care about legacy and they handed you a bill and now you can't walk in canaan not because of your issues but because some issues that were passed down god forbid you are sitting in this place saying i don't care about legacy you need to care about it because somebody's got to live in the life you have there are some people who are attached to you who say, Mama, can you do something with this name? There, there there's some people who are saying, Dad, can you do something with this name? Maybe God gave you the name to change and reverse some of the stuff that the name meant one day. I wish there was somebody in this room that say my name might mean one thing right now, but I promise after today, this name's getting ready to change. I promise after today, everybody's gonna want my last name. I'm here to let you know you are a curse breaker. You're thinking kingdom. You are not just getting married, you're breaking a curse. You are not just graduating from college, you're breaking a curse. You are not just getting out of high school, you're breaking a curse. You are not just saved, you're breaking a curse. And everybody around you is about to be blessed because of what God's getting ready to do in your life. And I'm telling you that you are going to have to look at your life and recognize that everything you are doing right now is having major and great impact. If you're going to leave a legacy, you're going to have to remember how you started, but focus on how you finish. Legacy is built now, but experienced later. If you are going to leave a legacy, you got to start building now. I'm talking to college students. Okay, don't, don't wait. Oh, when I graduate, four years. I'm just going to live it up. Ah! And then when I graduate, when I graduate, I'm going to be free. I'm going to get serious about my life. Can I tell you something? I know 40-year-olds who are living under the consequence of things they did from 18 to 22 and they thought that when they left school that they left the issue not realizing that the issue followed them all the way into their adulthood I'm telling you that right now you are a builder right now you have to start building your life now you got to start building credit now you got to start building your finances now you got to think like a farmer a farmer thinks sowing I'm sowing seeds realizing that I'm not gonna reap this until later your last name Is bigger than your first name. I don't care how you got your name, but you need to be living for your last name. Your first name is about you, but your last name is about us. McDonald's is a last name, Abercrombie and Fitch last names, Armani is a last name, Baskin Robbins is a last name, Chrysler is a last name, Fisher-Price, Gucci, Hennessy, Harley-Davidson, Hilton, Honda, Kohl's, Kraft Foods, Lowe's Movie Theater, Marriott is the last name, Maybach is the last name, Nordstrom is the last name, Pillsbury is the last name, Porsche is the last name, Procter & Gamble, two last names, Rolls-Royce, Charles Rolls, Henry Royce, last names, Turner Broadcast System, Ted Turner, last name. Versace, last name. Wells Fargo, Henry Wells, William Fargo, last name. Walgreens, last name. Wrigley's, last name. Welch's grape juice, last name. Here you are, you think you're buying a product. You are not buying a product, you're buying a name. You think you're wearing a product. Hey, look at this product. No, you're saying, look at this family. And what you don't know is while you're making every family rich, you're making yourself broke. So you done went to one family called Wells Fargo and got $200,000, so you can go to another family called Rolls Royce, so you can give them money to get yourself a car, so you can go back to the hood and see the Joneses and say, look at what I got. Meanwhile, Wells Fargo, that family's sitting up being rich, and Harley Davidsons and Rolls Royce are being rich, and the Joneses are sitting there holding up people's stuff, saying, look at what we did and we broke.
4: Stop wasting time. Don't die full of leftover things that you want to do. Cemeteries are the place with the most wealth, an area where people are lying but never had a chance to finish their dreams and realities and have so many things that they want to do.
7: I speak into existence that you will live out every dream, you will be the millionaire, and you will be a billionaire. When you don't understand the power of your words, you don't understand the power of manifestation. You become what you speak. In order for you to manifest your dream, you got to be the first one that believe in you. Don't worry about what nobody else say, man. Speak life into your dreams.
0: We call it a rough patch, a speed bump, a dark place. Those times when circumstances or situations come in and knock us off our course. It could be an injury, a passing of a loved one, a financial setback, or maybe a failed attempt at something new.
2: There comes to a point in your life that you must recognize that there's a little bit more that has to be done than just complaining about it. You have to realize that you don't have any other opportunities waiting for you if you're not willing to work for the first opportunity that's been given to you. You don't have a lot of time left, so there's no reason to complain.
7: You got to tap into what you believe in. Speak into existence. Anything that you desire to speak into existence, and I know that you can do it, man. Do you believe in yourself? That's all that actually matters. If you never understand your worth, people are going to always pay you pennies. But yet, you're still complaining. You don't have
2: that right to just give up. You don't have that right to just throw in the towel and say that it's over for you.
4: Stop wasting time. Because if you live every second like it's your last, you will never waste time.
8: It's time for you to recognize the person that you are being is not the person that you have to be. It's time for you to be more motivated than you've ever been in your entire life rather than settling for what you have. Chances are you didn't wake up one day and think, I just want to be a mediocre person. I want to be like everybody else. No, you had a burning desire to learn, to grow and evolve. The problem is that you settled into a world that said, it's okay to be comfortable. It's okay to stay where you are. But the fact is, if you're staying where you are, you're going backwards. You see, to be motivated means to move through things. The word motivation comes from the Latin of motive. What is your motive for doing what you're doing? Let's be honest, you have goals, you have dreams, you have ambitions, we all do. We are what the Greeks called teleological. We are goal-centered creatures. We need targets, things to aim for. But most of us are just settling for things that don't give us the greatest joy. The fact is, we are all here to grow, to evolve and to contribute. Jim Rohn famously said that the difference between us and all of the other animals On the planet is that we have the dignity of choice a tree doesn't think to itself well you know what Ah, I've had enough of growing I'm just gonna stay here no it does what it is meant to do every living soul every living cell lives for one reason it lives to grow to express itself fully every day when we're not allowing ourselves to be who we are truly capable of being, there is a part of us that is dying. The question I want to ask you right now is, who do you want to become? What is it that you want to leave on this earth? In the book The Seven Habits of highly effective people by dr stephen covey he talks about the first two habits to be proactive, to be active to have the motivation to move through but the biggest challenge that we all face in moving through life is the challenges that we have going on inside our own mind a part of us that wants us to stay where we are to stay with what is familiar, to stay with what is comfortable to us. There is a disease in the world right now and it's called being comfortable, settling for what you have. We are not settlers. We are hunters. We are gatherers. We are designed to move, to evolve, to move through, to move through the biggest battle we will ever face. And it's the battle inside our mind right now or tomorrow when you wake up the battle begins with a part of you that is motivated to keep you where you are and another part that wants you to get up and get on and make your life and the world a better place the second habit in the seven habits of highly effective people is to begin with the end in mind the end of what the day the week the month no your life your life is running out and what do you want the legacy of your life to be take a moment now to imagine being at your own funeral what do you want people to be saying about you what is the impact that you want to have see when you start to think about the end in mind you can start to allow yourself to be motivated to go out and create to go and close the gap between where you are and where you're capable of being. From my experience of having worked in the field of personal development for over 30 years, I can tell you that the majority of people are suffering right now because they're settling for a life of mediocrity. They're settling to be stuck in the middle of a rugged mountain, which is what the word means. You are here to grow, and it's time for you to recognize that your future is unwritten and you have the power to change. Today, make that commitment to no longer live a life by chance, but to live an extraordinary life by design. As you think about advancing, evolving, and getting better, to be motivated isn't a destination, it's a commitment to get better. And every single day you're not gonna feel like doing so many things and that is what the disease of being comfortable has done it has made so many of us go well you know what I just don't feel like it say this right now what is not feeling like anything got to do with what I need to do based on who I want to become It's time for you to recognize and create a new identity. The word identity really means you identify with the person that you are, the person you have practiced being, and all you're doing is recreating that with a new identity, with the version of yourself that you are inspired and motivated to go and carve out every single day. Your future is unwritten and you have the power to change. It's time for you not just to be a hero in the beginning, it's time for you to be a hero every single day as you turn down the voice, the voice of stay where you are, don't do this, it's not worth it and turn up the genius inside you, the guiding voice that wants you to advance, wants you to be motivated, to go out and make you and the lives of people around you better thousands of years ago it was recognized that people would start things with great intentions to be a hero in the beginning only for their enthusiasm to go out the back door before they knew it it's time for you to rise up and move to a place that you've not gone before to boldly go where you have not gone before it's time for you to be an example not just to yourself but all the people around you that are settling for a life of unfulfillment dissatisfaction it's time like never before for you to have the motive for you to be motivated to go above and beyond anything that you have done before